This is Dr. Kate Eckert with the Form, Function, and Flow Lab podcast. I'm a chiropractor, yoga instructor, anatomy junkie, and movement educator. And I am looking forward to exposing you to all sorts of ways that you can prehab your body to avoid injury and maintain those hobbies, activities, sports that you love to do. And we'll also be focusing a lot on the pregnant and postpartum journey and making sure that you can return to those activities that you love or even keep doing them while you're pregnant. Hi, it's Dr. Kate Eckert with Form, Function, and Flow Lab podcast. Today, I am going to talk about a brand of tools that I use every single day in the office, and I have lots of patients that I recommend get them, and I have been doing foam rolling and that kind of thing for over a decade, teaching classes at local um yoga studios on how to use them. And that has really shifted over the last decade on exactly how we use it, when to use it, all those sorts of things. So I feel like the longer you're in the field, the more your approach develops, progresses, all those things as we get more research and um, kind of move along with the times. So and I'm going to talk about, you'll, if you follow me on Instagram or TikTok or anything like that, you're going to see me using uh, Corgis Ball, which is an air-filled um, ball and a tune-up ball. So they have three different sizes. The standard size is about the size of a tennis ball, and they come in a set of two in a little net case. And then they have the plus balls, which are a little bit bigger also in a case. And then they have the alpha balls, which are bigger grapefruit-ish size balls. Also, you can buy them singularly or in a case. Um, So I love to use these for patients because I feel like price point is usually an issue. And these are very reasonable compared to other um, foam rollers and that kind of thing. And, you know, I have patients that get all different types of um, density foam rollers, foam rollers with crazy knobs on them, um, the kind you hold and use like a rolling pin, which I do use those in the office as well. It's great for stimulating lymph flow, blood flow, all those kind of things. And I like the rad roller brand of those. Um, but it's, it's definitely more costly. I mean, I use it all day long. So to me, it's a wise investment, but you know, for a patient, Um, you know, everybody's different and how they want to spend their money, you know, what might, you know, $7 coffee drink, someone might might not blink twice at, but spending $11 on a massage ball, they might think, oh, heck no. So it's kind of like, where are, where, where do you want to spend your money at? That's a totally different talk. But so if we want to shift from, um, self-care into the self-care realm, how to take your treatment with your chiropractor, your PT, your, you know, movement classes to the next level. Really, I think any chiropractor or PT really wants you to do your exercises at home so that you're not so reliant on your treatment Um, and make those changes, sustained changes to help you not come back as often or not, um, 
have to keep injuring yourself in the same way. So these tools are great to use at home in that bridge period to keep you doing the activities you love all the time. I use these all over um, because I want to be able to treat patients for a long time. And let's be honest, the kind of work that I do in the office on patients is very taxing on your body. I'm bent over people all day. I'm using my hands all day. It is a lot of stress and I want to be able to do it for a long time. So I do use these products preemptively so that I don't have an injury and I can stay in the game longer. Um, now, if you're thinking, oh, I just sit at a desk, I don't really need that because I'm more dormant. That is not true because sitting is a repetitive strain on your body as well. Uh, we're meant to move and we're meant to be fluid and use all the ranges of motions in our joints. And if you're not, you're going to have degeneration happen. So just because you have an easy job where you're sitting a lot doesn't mean that you don't need these kind of products because you want to put your your um, joints through their full range of motion um, frequently so they don't lose that range of motion. So if I want to talk about the different densities, usually I start people out with the gorgeous ball. So that would be the air-filled ball. It has a little hole in there. It's a tacky-ish kind of material. You, it comes with a straw for you to blow up. You can use any standard straw or you can just blow into it. And that blows it up as well. This one I have is just, I just keep deflated because I like to use this tackiness in the deflate, like fully flat form to do some mobilization of different areas. So like if somebody is having a tarsal tunnel issue, which is just like your carpal tunnel, but in your foot, um, I will fully deflate this bad boy and hold on to the heel and motion in all the directions to try to get that fascial release of the area. So motioning the different tissues, you can use it uh, in that way, kind of as if you're using it like, uh, have you, if you've ever opened a jar and you get those sticky things that you can hold to help you open the jar. It's exactly like that. You could, I suppose, use your gorgeous ball to open jars too. But I like to use it to get better mobility of the fascia and scarring and all of those kind of things. Because I do love to use the gorgeous ball a lot for people's scars. So that could be anything from a C-section scar to a laparoscopic abdominal scar, a shoulder surgery scar, uh, a episiotomy scar on your perineum undercarriage. You could use it on any scarred area. It's super gentle. Um, you would inflate it. However, the more inflated, the more intense. The less inflated, the less intense. So if you're working an area that's super sensitive, you start with less air pressure in there and then work your way up with the density of the pressure to make it more intense. So that's a great little way to do that. I also use the gorgeous ball to um, do abdominal massage. And really, if you're thinking abdominal massage is only helpful for people that have had abdominal surgeries, 
you're wrong because we hold a ton of lymph fluid in our abdomen. And a lot of times if we are in a dormant job or not breathing properly, our lymph fluid is stagnant in there and stagnant lymph equals inflammation. And inflammation is tied to anything with an itis on the end. So um, tendonitis, colitis, anything arthritis, anything with an itis on the end means it's inflammatory in nature. So it's really important to have a nice, healthy, moving lymph system. And some of the ways that we help with that are with diaphragmatic breathing, which I've talked about before. Um, and then like the physical abdominal massage part of getting that a fluid moving. Cause if you're not diaphragmatically breathing, your organs aren't moving up and down in your abdomen like they should, and everything gets stuck. So abdominal massage with the gorgeous ball is a great way to kind of wake that up get the lymph system helped along. And then movement helps well, you moving your body through space helps to stimulate that lymph system or soft touch to the skin. So that's why we have people do uh, dry brushing and that kind of thing to help stimulate your lymph system um, and keep that going. Because I can't stress enough how much inflammation plays a role in all the things that affect us, heart health, um, your gastrointestinal tract, your fibromyalgia, anything like that. Um, inflammation is huge and we tend to inflame ourselves with that, again, that stagnant lymph system, but also other things as well. So use the cordless ball as a totally deflated to help with your scars. You can inflate it a little or more to work any scar with the, with it inflated you can use it for mobility, um, lying back on it, um, helping to open up the chest, getting better movement of the rib cage, because better movement of the rib cage is going to make your breathing easier. If you can't move your rib cage well, then trying to diaphragmatically breathe is going to be like uh, pounding against a brick wall. You have to have that mobility in the rib cage to be able to allow the diaphragm to do its job. So a lot of times having people do some rib cage warm-ups with their cordless ball helps um, to be able to engage your diaphragm because you need that mobility of the rib cage to allow that to happen. So that those are some uses we use for the cordless ball. It's usually what I want everyone to start out with because I find people don't um, breathe well. And there's not just one standard type of breath technique that I think is like, hey, number one, I think you should try all these different types because your brain likes that novelty. I've said it before, but you want to um, try something different every day kind of a thing. Um, the next grouping of the balls that they have are not inflated. They are these dense little balls that we use. And um, I would say that my favorite are the standard, if I had to pick just one. So those are the 
uh, lacrosse ball size. Now the difference between a tennis ball and a lacrosse ball or, and the tune-up balls is that the tune-up balls, sort of like the cordless ball, are a little bit, have a little bit of tack to them. So they grip to the skin nicely. Um, sometimes when you get them, they can be a little harder and you, I love to give people, uh, foot mobilization techniques to do, even if they don't have foot issues to warm the ball up and get it a little more supple. Um, and fun fact, your feet can be tied to lots of different things that are nowhere near your feet, neck, pelvic floor, all sorts of things. So it will not hurt you to roll your foot around on these balls to warm them up and it might end up helping you. Um, so the, the ball is dense, but it's softer than a lacrosse ball. It's got a little bit of tack to it and it's denser than a, a tennis ball. So if somebody is not sure they want to invest in them and they're only $11, or I don't know, I think around there. Um, but if somebody is not sure they want to invest in them, I'll tell them to use a tennis ball or get two tennis balls and tame them together. So they're like make a peanut shape, which is how they look when they're in their netted case. The thing with tennis ball though, is it doesn't push back against you. You push on it, it stays, it doesn't have that recoil and it's slipperier because it's got the like tennis ball fur on it. So I just really like these way more than tennis balls, but something is better than nothing. So if you want to give the exercises a try that I post, by all means, try the tennis ball. Um, now, I use these balls in and out of the case. So I will use them singularly, like on forearms, that kind of thing. You can roll it on a muscle, find a little tender spot, then I kind of like to do pin and stretch moves often. So for example, if I'm working on someone's forearm, I'll have them put their forearm on a table so that their hand can hang off the edge. We roll up and down the forearm, find a sore spot, and then I'll have them flex and extend their hand, supinate and pronate. That means turning your hands up and then down. And um, then move on to a next spot and kind of work your way through that whole area. Um, that would be something that I would give someone that has uh, an elbow issue or carpal tunnel, something like that. Because um, again, just like with we did the podcast on plantar fasciitis, and I said, don't, you're missing the boat if you only look at the address the foot. If you're only addressing the wrist and hand for carpal tunnel, you have missed the show because those muscles controlling the hand are in the forearm. You have to work the whole thing all the way up or you're going to be missing out. So you can use your single ball for that. You can use it for your feet. Um, I use it essentially anywhere in the body. I have people use it on their pelvic floor, sitting on it, which sounds much worse than it is. And you, you know, you slowly work up to that point. You obviously start with just some gentle relaxation techniques. Then maybe you progress to the cordless ball, which, which is again, that air filled ball. Then you progress to maybe the tuna ball, which is more focal, more um, intense. And if you wanted to lessen the intensity of the ball, single ball, you put it in the case with its other one, gives you more surface area 
and then it's less intense. Um, I also use the single balls a ton for um, jaw, neck, head. You have muscles in your head um, that I love to address for people it, for headaches and that kind of thing. So love to use the single balls for that as well. Um, when I put them in the case, I, I love that it makes this little gutter between the balls. And if you're going to be working on this, like the muscles on either side of the spine, that gutter is perfect to put the spine right there and work your way up and down. Um, also use that for your suboccipitals and, and those kind of things. Um, and I always try to tell people, cause some people are a more is better. I will punish this out of my body kind of people. And that was kind of, I feel like the way that foam rolling first came out of the gate. More is better. Let's bruise ourselves. Let's just break the heck out of this tissue until it submits. It's not going to submit. It might feel good because of competing with the same neural pathway to your brain. It'll give you a little bit of relief, but you want to slowly, um, peel back the layers of an onion kind of a thing and um, tiptoe your way in to make the brain feel nice and secure about get, accepting that pressure into the tissue. So I found that softer and this more gradual approach can be better because sometimes if you go too hard and you scare your nervous system, it is going to lock down like Fort Knox and maybe make you a little tighter at the end. Um, for the, the next size of balls, the plus balls, I find that they work very similarly to the, to the, um, the regular tune-up balls. They're just slightly bigger. So sometimes my patients that are bigger like them, um, broader guys, those kind of things. And, um, that can be helpful. Or if you're working a bigger muscle group, like your quad or your hamstring, that can be good as well. Um, now for the alpha ball, the biggest one, I love to use the alpha ball for things that I don't want to be. I mean, you think bigger and you think maybe might think more intense, but really the, again, the more surface area you have, the less intense it is. So and the bigger area. So I will use an alpha ball for um, even scaling. So scalings are in the front of your neck and there's a lot of vasculature and nerves coming through that area. And I don't want that pinpoint pressure. So I love to use the alpha ball because it's broader and we can um, warm it up with the gorgeous ball because that's the gentlest. And then I like to take an alpha ball and just gently maneuver into that area without assaulting our blood vessels and everything like that. So light pressure, um, I feel like is the best for that area. Um, yeah, lots of other things I like to use the alpha ball for would be, you know, um, putting it in this case and then doing the whole spine. So kind of like what I said with the tuna balls, but I like to start in the lower region. So I'll like put the, the doubled up alpha balls at the base of my tailbone 
do some pelvic rocks on there and then work my way up the spine. It is a lovely release at the end of the day. Um, and then I use it for other things like psoas and QLs and all sorts of things that I want not so bony of a point coming in that I want a little bit more um, generous feel to it. So sometimes the alpha balls can actually be a little kinder to you. Now, again, it depends on your frame, your size, that kind of thing as to what would work best for you. We have all of them in the office for people to try out, see which they like better. Um, I obviously have double sets of everything because sometimes I like to do both sides at the same time. For instance, if I'm doing both of my psoas attachments, so down the further away attachment, so psoas attaches to your spine, comes out and attaches to the leg. When I'm doing the leg attachment, sometimes I will either use one alpha ball or on each side and or put two sets of tuna balls on yoga blocks and let the tendon sit in that nice little gutter and then do some flexion and extension of at the knee and kind of gently uh, mobilize that tissue before I'm going to do a stretch and then I do some strengthening. And that's typically, I mean, it, nothing is ever 100%. But often when I give things to patients, I will have them warm up with the balls or the cordis ball. We do use foam rollers in the office. I'll have to do another um, talk on that. Because when I first started giving in-person foam rolling courses, and I even did a yoga class pre-pandemic that involves lacrosse balls, which I usually find to be too hard, but it's hard by that many for all those students. Um, I used lacrosse balls and foam rollers. And we, you know, we had, we incorporated it with different yoga poses. It was a great class, lots of fun. Um, so this definitely have their place too. Um, but I think the most portable, cost-effective, uh, versatile, Kind of thing if I had to pick would be would be these products and you know I do use the standard there's all sorts of density too of foam rollers and I have those in the office and at my house and I like to have multiple so that I can um, walk people through those exercises and try to have them help them but I like to release then stretch and then activate and strengthen so in in that order is usually how I like to do things in, unless it's a specific case or anything like that. So if you have any questions uh, about different, it doesn't have to be this brand, lots, there's lots of brands out there. These are just the ones that I found. So if you have any questions about how to use the product you already have or something like that, feel free to look at my TikTok or Instagram page or ask me, you know, how can I, you know, I bought this a year ago. It's collecting dust on my bedroom floor. How do I use this? I would be happy to offer some advice on that. So have a great uh, day and let me know if you have any questions. 
I look forward to working with you guys. And if you have any topics that you'd like discussed, make sure to comment below and let me know because I'd be happy to share all the knowledge that I have on those issues.